0: I am the world's worst judge of things. I, w- I would, I, I could never play the role of God. I, you know, I look at, at a circumstance that occurs and I used to easily label that good or bad. Cause some things just appear so bad. How can they possibly be good? But I, you know, I've gotten to where there's, when something occurs, even on, even on his face, a hundred people out of a hundred people look at that and say, that's not a good thing. That was just a bad thing that occurred. I realized that I don't know. I, I have no idea if that was good or bad, because I don't know what kind of goods going to come out of it. I, I don't have the big picture. It's impossible now for me to judge things. And so therefore it's impossible for me to judge God whatever's occurring might be the best possible thing. When you're looking at it, how could that possibly be good? We're talking about God. You're listening to the In All Podcast. Unpolished stories of hope dealers who share their experience of reliance, recovery, and renewal. These are everyday Houstonians who are a part of Mercy Street, a church community in Houston, Texas, We believe God is in all places and working in all people to create a safe harbor of hope and restoration. Go to inallexperience.org to find your story in all stories and see how we all find God in all our stories. I'm a lawyer with an offshore drilling company. And I've been working for various companies in the oil and gas business, uh, for the last 15, 16, 17 years. Um, when, when business is good, you're, you're dealing with a lot of positive things. Um, trying to negotiate and, and, uh, close on contracts and things like that. When business is bad, you're dealing with lawsuits and firing employees and, you know, ugly things, bad things you know we, we've uh the offshore drilling business has been in a bit of a funk for the last five years and uh, we've gone through about we've laid off about half of our company and so that that lends itself to stresses in it just by itself um, I, I was a i was a wreck leading up to the last uh, round of layoffs i just i don't like taking away someone's job for no fault of their own. I just don't like it. And, um, uh, but it, it, it had to be done and it was done. Now, everybody has their own issues and, and you could never fully put yourself in someone else's shoes. I know how important jobs are to people. Um, I know how important they are emotionally. I know how important they are uh, financially. Uh, some of these households are, were taken away the only job that the household has. And uh, when you work with people, you get to know them uh, not just as a professional, but you get to know them as people and you get to know a bit about their families and, and the kids in school and everything else. And to, and to participate in taking away that income uh, is tough. It's really tough. And, and that's just from my own perspective. It's much tougher on the person whose job being taken away. Uh, Throughout my career, um, there have been different times that were uh, very, very difficult, and over the long term, I saw God at work in that. So one item was I worked as a lawyer at Enron, and Enron, of course, went through a, at the time, a very scandalous um, bankruptcy. Um, The the company was one of the biggest companies in the world, and uh, just within a matter of months, it was in bankruptcy. I was there uh, on the day when 4,000 Enron employees all lost their jobs uh, from just the Houston office. 4,000 employees all lost their jobs. Um, it It was just a very bad circumstance. Uh, I was fortunate. I, I I kept my job, and I ended up staying there another three years, helping kind of liquidate the company. But um, but I I I saw uh, people that lost their jobs initially, or or left Enron later. Uh, almost everybody landed on their feet. You would have never guessed that from the circumstance. The circumstance was horrendous, but uh, but a lot of good came out of that. You look at a lot of the circumstances, and I'm not talking just professionally, m- more personally, you look at a lot of circumstances that we've um, we've gone through, there was no way that my, my meager human brain could come up with a way that there could be positive come out of it. Uh, really bad stuff uh, occurring, um, bad medical things occurring, bad... Uh, family situations occurring all sorts of bad things occurring where if you look at any one item there's just no way that my imagination could could fashion a good result and yet without exception good results occurred Um, in in virtually every circumstance we came out better than we were before and uh, mostly better people but um, but I there's no way that, that without without God at work in that 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 could happen. We we went through about a a three year period or so where we had a number of really bad things occur. You know, there was a period where uh, where Anne was d- diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis. Um, I uh, was diagnosed with cancer. We we had one of our kids um um, get involved in uh drugs and alcohol in a very serious way and uh some of this professional stuff was going on at the same time so you know during that time period there was a we were in crisis we really were we were in crisis mode Uh, at times it was uh there were a lot of questions why. Um, there were a lot, there was a lot of what do I do now? Um, a definitely a, uh, completely hopeless and hopeless feeling, which to be honest, was the first time in my life that I had felt that, um, I had been in other situations before where, where I didn't feel like I really knew the answer, uh, but I still felt in control. Um, I, I like like most guys, you know. I, I like to be in control, and or at least the feeling of control. And um, uh, and and up to that point in my life, uh, me, my feeling of being in control had largely been very successful, at least on the surface. Um, I'd accomplished some good things, and and, and seemingly by my own efforts. Looking back on it, it wasn't just my efforts, but at the time, I really did feel like that, uh, look, if you, just, if you just let me run this thing, I'll, I'll find a way to, to solve all the problems and, and get, what, get our way through it. Um, the problems we were confronting during that time period were, were, were beyond my capability. It, I immediately saw that. And so there was, uh, there was I, I remember a time uh, I think literally being on my knees just begging for help essentially uh, and and I wasn't begging to anybody in particular but really I was begging to God to to, to help us because there was no there was no answer that, that I was capable of coming up with. but I look back at uh, at that and what occurred from it, the growth that occurred from it. Um, and it was, uh, that's when I became a Christian, r- really. I mean, I felt like I was a Christian before, but that's really where I found my faith, It's through that time period. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the big successes that launched my faith, it was, it was the crisis, crises that launched my faith. And, uh, and I, I, I felt a strong connection to God ever since that time period. So, from my standpoint, that's, that's irreplaceable. Um, that was a time period that we got heavily involved uh, with Mercy Street. That's when Mercy Street became our church home. You know, Mercy Street is a very unique place, but it's because the people are unique. The more I associate with, uh, with the people of Mercy Street, the, the better my faith is. There's a lot of wisdom at Mercy Street. Not just, you know, it winds up being spiritual wisdom, but it, it's it's broader than that. And so, the more I tap into that, the better the better person I am. I can I just feel that within myself. But uh, but it's all about the people. I'm actually relieved. I'm I'm not in, not in control. So from that perspective, I've I've, I've accepted and come to terms. The, now, I also, I I, I I firmly believe that I have a role to play, and so there are certain things that that God wants me to do. Um, the challenge is trying to figure out what those are, but uh, but so I'm not just a I'm not just a a, a, a complete helpless bystander in this process. But uh, but it's but it's comforting to know that I'm not in control because I wouldn't be good at it. Thanks for listening. When we gather in homes or coffee shops to listen to the In All podcast, we've saved you a seat. Go to inallexperience.org to check out locations for the In All groups in Houston.